Welcome to the Same 24 Hours podcast. The podcast is currently on more or less hold to accommodate the recordings for the daily community meetup. During this crazy time, I'm having daily meetings online via Zoom where we can all join and see each other on video and there's special guests. And so I thought I would post the replays here on the podcast so those who can't listen live can listen later. So here we go, continuing on with the daily community meetups. If you'd like to join, all you have to do is go to swimbikemom.com forward slash meet, M-E-E-T, swimbikemom.com forward slash meet, and you can join us any day of the week, 12 noon Eastern during the week, and weekends I'm doing 8 p.m. Eastern on Saturday and Sunday. So I hope you all enjoy this episode of the Daily Community Meeting. Hi, and welcome to the Same 24 Hours Podcast. I'm Meredith Atwood, author of the book, The Year of No Nonsense. I'm a former attorney turned writer, speaker, and Ironman triathlete. Although right now, all I really like to do is lift weights. We all have the same 24 hours, but it's what we do in those hours that leads to our greatest health, happiness, and success. It's my goal to crack the code on a life of less nonsense so we can all make the most of our 24 hours. So let's get started. You know, various outlets. So um, it's helpful to see your faces. That's what we're all here for anyway, right? See other people. Okay, we are going to talk strength training today, working out at home, getting it done during this hard time. But first I want to start off our meetup as we have been known to do. And that is with a couple of readings and a grounding moment of Meredith Atwood style meditation, which is not any traditional method of meditation. Um, But I wanted to read the Daily Stoic from, it's, it's, it's a May entry, but it's called Um, Let's see, it's May 13th, Fueling the Habit Bonfire. Every habit and capability is confirmed and grows in its corresponding actions, walking by walking and running by running. Therefore, if you want to do something or make it a habit, wait, sorry, therefore, if you want to do something, make a habit of it. If you don't want to do that, don't but make a habit of something else instead. Sorry, this is ancient Roman writing. (laughs) The same principle is at work in our state of mind. When you get angry, you've not only experienced that evil, but you've also reinforced a bad habit, adding fuel to the fire. And that's Epictetus Discourses 2.1.8. I don't know, it's a lot of numbers. (laughs) Um, But then Ryan Holiday adds, we are what we repeatedly do. Aristotle said this, therefore, excellence is not an act, but a habit. The Stoics add to that, that we are a product of our thoughts. Such also, wait, sorry, I'm having trouble reading today because I'm trying to add people to the meeting too, sorry. Okay, starting over. Um, The Stoics add to that, that we are a product of our thoughts, such as are your habitual thoughts, such also will be the character of your mind, Marcus Aurelius said. Think about your activities of the last week, as well as what you have planned for today and the week that follows. The person you'd like to be or the person you see yourself as. How closely do those actions actually correspond to him or her or they? 
which fire are you fueling? Which person are you becoming? Sorry, I was having trouble reading today, you guys. Oh, reading is hard. I need to be having daily school. That's the problem. I don't have my daily school. Um, and then I thought about the idea. Hold on. Let me turn. I'm, I'm a mess today, guys. I'm not a mess. Things are messy. Um, and then I thought about the idea of the, you know, the things we think we tend to do, we tend to become, right? The words of the house we live in. It's one of my favorite quotes. My life clients are like, oh, that again. But it's so important to remember that as being true. And as we think about what we're going to talk about today, habit, working out, strength, and a lot of people, this is our lifeline. I know it is for me. Um, a lot of people are thinking, well, how can I possibly start that now? And I know that Anna is going to be on the same page with me. This is the time to start. This is the time to save our lives. And so for our meditation, for our grounding today, I want you to close your eyes <laughs> as a start. I just want you to close your eyes and breathe. Breathe however you want. You can do deep breathing. You can just breathe. You can peek with your eye open. I don't, I don't really mind. But for this next couple of minutes, just a few, I want you to stop. <laughs> just whatever you're doing, if you can, if you're driving, please keep driving. But stop and think. At the end of this crazy time, and yes, it will end. But at the time that this ends, who do you want to be? What can you do today? Just a small act in the direction of becoming that person. And maybe you want to be just where you are, and that's great. Keep doing what you're doing. But who is that version of you? Because it is you. It's absolutely you. But what does he or she look like? Take a deep breath and think about that. And how can you take one step in the right direction starting today? What is a small step? What does that look like? It can be a five minute walk outside. It can be two minutes of journaling. It can be mindfully brushing your teeth. It can be stretching. It can be planning out a project you've wanted to start. It can be eating a piece of fruit. Whatever it is, pick something small and make yourself an intention for that today. Where do you wanna be when this all calms down? And it will. We have no insight to when that will be. We have no insight into what it, the result will be. But when this is all done, who do you want to be? Take a deep breath. Let it out. And you can open your eyes. Thank you for doing that with me. We have a lot of people on today. Welcome, everyone. All right. So I want to introduce 
my guest today. This is Anna Woods. So yesterday I had no guest um, to schedule for today. And I thought, well, I'm just going to free flow it. You know, people love it when I just rant. And then I thought, no, maybe they don't. Um, and then I don't know what, Anna, I saw, I guess I saw a post of yours and I was like, oh my gosh, of course. And, and I, I think I asked you at like 9.30 last night. I was like, hey, so what you doing tomorrow? <laughs> You're like, nothing, Meredith, absolutely nothing. I, I totally will leave my whole schedule for you. And you did. And so thank you. But what I want to talk about, and I want to give you the floor for as long as you want to kind of tell your backstory, because I think it's incredible um, for like, people that don't know you. And then I want us to really dig in. I want to take questions from anyone who's on about how we can move our body during this time. Like, why is now a good time to start? Like, what can we do? I don't have any equipment. All of these questions. That's what I really want to focus on this session because I think it'll be super helpful for everyone. So with that, Anna, let's let's hear some of your backstory because it's pretty awesome. Sure. Well, hello everyone. It's cool to see all of you on here. Actually, um, I think that's the hardest part for me is like missing all of my community that I get to meet with every day, every week. So it's fun to get to be a part of your guys' community here today. But um, my name is Anna Woods. I run a online fitness app. I also coach people out here in my, um, this is actually my barn. You're seeing one small part of my barn, but I coach people in central Kansas here out of, out of my barn. That's what it started with. Um, probably five years ago, we moved to this part of the state where there's no gems around. We live on like 13 acres out here in the middle of nowhere. Um, and I helped run a CrossFit gym before that in another community. And then we moved here and I had nothing. So I had to figure out how to make a gem for myself and make a business for myself because I also needed to be able to stay home. Um, part of my backstory is I have three children. Two of them have special needs. Um, we adopted my son. He has Down syndrome. He is now 10. Um, but the adoption process with him required me to spend a lot of time with him, um, working with him very closely. And then my oldest child um, has sensory processing disorder, Asperger's, and like. Um, some attention deficit things. So she's very behavior stimulated, I guess. So, so dropping my kids off at a gym for a babysitter or getting to a gym just isn't an option for me. I, I tried once. <laughs> and it, <laughs> that one time. <laughs> right. I was for like five minutes and the staff from the daycare center were like, we can't do this. <laughs> and so um, I had to figure out how to run a business for one from my home and online because I knew there had to be people like me who couldn't get to a gym, who couldn't work out because of similar situations, whatever it may be. And so that's kind of where the whole she strength concept came from. I started posting live videos from, this was a very much like what you can see now is like 10 years in the making, but um, I had just a small mat, a couple of dumbbells and some bands. And I just started doing live videos on social media from my, our basement. And then I eventually moved to our garage and, and I just started getting people like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm a part of a lot of special needs communities. We, we can't go to a babysitter either, like our daycare center for our kids either. What can we do at home? And that's where this all started. Um, so like I said, the actual she strength part of my business has been around since 2015, but I've been coaching people from home for long before that. Um, but I tell people now, I'm like, now that we're living in a quarantine, I kind of realize we've lived in a quarantine. <laughs> for a long time because not a whole lot feels different for us here right now anyway besides not getting to see my everyday clients that come out here and and that sort of thing and the kids right. not getting to go to school but 
Yeah. Um, that's funny. That's funny. I was thinking of that too. Um, because I work, you know, work from home like you do. And I have, I've been hoarding gym equipment since 2005. Like instead of vacation each year, like I buy a piece of gym equipment, you know? And so when this all happened, I thought, well, I'm just going to do what I'm prepared to do. Um, but for a lot of people, this, this is big time adjustments for many reasons, not just being home, but you know, obviously a lot of reasons, but I, what I love about you, Anna, is you are like positioned (laughs) to be like the voice for all of us right now. Like you are the God because you, you ended up competing in several CrossFit competitions and didn't they like call you home gym or something because like you would go in these events. Didn't they call you like home gym? Yeah, they call me home gym. That was my CrossFit name because they'd announce us when we'd walk in and I never had a gym that I belonged to. So they'd always be like, what's your gym? I'm like, I don't know, home gym, like (laughs) home gym. So that's, they still call me that now. Uh, yeah. some friends that I used to compete with in the CrossFit regionals and stuff. That's funny. Uh, all right, hold on. I think okay. my internet is sucking. So let me, let me make sure all my people are off the Wi-Fi. Um, <laughs> which by the way, anyone who is having trouble managing your Wi-Fi during this time, Google Wi-Fi. I'm going to make a pitch for that. It's like, a hundred bucks and you install it and you control everyone's devices. <laughs> so you just, nice. you guys are off the internet, which is a really great tool for parenting. But anyway, um, so yeah, you know, I think, I think you have prepa- been preparing all of us for, for this moment, um, how to work out from home, how to get it done. I mean, it really is overwhelming when you look at your gym and in the heaven it is like if, if you go to a big corporate gym, and then you come home and you're like, oh, there's my yoga mat and my four dumbbells. <laughs> how can I possibly, you know, work out with this? So how does someone start? How do we start in this time if we're not used to working out? Um, I think the first things that I tell people are start simple. We, we, most people that I've been talking to come from a gym where they get this one hour organized session with everything out in front of them uninterrupted. And so I tell people, I'm like, throw all that to the wind. <laughs> like that expectation cannot be a reality any longer. Um, that's the first step. The, the second step is what in my app, when I design workouts for people, we call it chunking. And I literally chunk people's workouts into segments to finish throughout their day so like in the mornings i'll say do your foam rolling do these corrective exercises do this meditation or whatever and then at lunch after you fed your kids and you've entertained them for a good solid hour they're going to be their cup's going to be full to where they will self-entertain themselves for a little while to where you can get away for like 30 minutes and do your own thing Um, And so then I'll have people do their strength training during their lunch hour because a lot of people don't like getting sweaty over lunch, but they can lift weights and not get super sweaty. Um, So whether that be with gallon jugs, we've done um, your grocery socks, the the recyclable grocery socks, putting bags of flour in them. We've been doing a lot of heavy carries with those in my app this week. Um, Refried beans duct taped together. You can, I think they said three makes five pounds. I'm not for sure on that, but. I think somebody said that this week. Oh my gosh, refried um, beans. Yeah, those are heavy. <laughs> peanut butter also, but the peanut butter jars are hard to hang on to because they're slick. So if you want to like put some tape around them and then you can grip them a little bit better. Um, laundry detergent, 
or milk jugs have worked out really well. People have been putting sand in them or water. That works really well too. Just make sure that this, the lid sealed really tight when you do that. Um, someone this week took PVC pipe. I actually have a, let me see. I think I have an example. So I have a kid with special needs, so I'm always looking for OT options, but they took PVC pipe and filled it with beans and then they've put tape on the ends of it and made different weights of barbells with these That's PVC awesome. pipe. Awesome. Um, sand is not recommended in the house. The beans are nice because you can just sweep them up when this busts open. Because if you have a boy like I do, this turns into a weapon and it's a really fun weapon. So um, beans are easier to clean up than sand. Um, and then in the evening, then I'll have them chunk their last workout session, whether it be a circuit outside with sidewalk chalk, whether it be a circuit with their family, or whether it be a mental break where I'm checking out for the next 10 minutes to go running or biking or walking or whatever. They've got their 30 to 40 minute workout in. They can check it off and feel accomplished, but they've done it in three different segments throughout the day. Um, and so my, my women that are working at home, I actually have them put that on their schedule for the day. Like nice. write that in. That needs to be communicated to the people in your life that are going to sabotage that boundary first, which typically is spouses and children. So on our calendar for the day, it literally says, get up. My kids are reading in the morning first thing. And then I'm doing my virtual clients. So I put work and then I wrote play, eat, mom workout time for 30 minutes. And that's when I've been doing my foam rolling and, and um, corrective exercise stuff personally myself. Cause I have to do this too, but this is my reality. I've been doing this for years this way. It's been weird for me to like tell people to do this. Cause I forget not everyone is having to do this. So, um, that I'm walking I out speak. into my living room because I have crappy. All right. You got, I don't need my desk back. Also uh, known as the kitchen counter. Nice. Okay. <laughs> That's proven the most successful setup for me. And then in the next day, if you didn't get your cardio in yesterday, Put that first thing in the morning on the next day. So like shift your workout through. So that way you're always getting your strength and your cardio at least every other day, if if nothing else. Um, if you're yeah. only getting two two chunks in that day. And um, one of the things I mean, I think is the biggest theme out of all of this is get rid of your expectations. <laughs> right? I mean, like start there. Expectations gone. Create a new level of expectations and then making yourself a priority. Right. Exactly. And yeah. then communicating that. That's the other part is communicate that boundary to those who will sabotage it first. That uh, is, yeah, that's really important. <laughs> and I'm glad you say that. I'm glad you say that. Um, let's see. Does anyone have any questions so far? I'm sorry my internet was shoddy. It's the first time I've been hiding in the other bedroom and clearly it is not the greatest internet spot. So I'm back to my little um, kitchen desk office. <laughs> Does anyone have any questions? Lots of, lots of huh? Kansas people on here. I love it. Yeah. I'm reading the, the chat here. Yeah. It's awesome. I loved Kansas. Yes, I got my KU shirt on here today. <laughs> All right. Any questions? No. Okay. Well, we'll keep chatting, Anna. Um, so let's see. What have we covered? Um, how do you okay, this is a good question. 
because I think I know the answer to it, but you might have a different perspective. When you don't have the heavy weights to lift, because I know like for me, like especially with like bench press or something that I would normally have access to a barbell and I don't have a barbell at the house anymore. Um, a barbell and, you know, heavy weights, you want to squat and you don't have heavy weights. Higher reps, higher intensity. Like what do you do? Because that's what I'm kind of encouraging my people to do. But is there is there a better way than doing 25 squats, you know, three sets of 25 squats or to kind of get the same effect. Right. We've been doing, at least with my girls, we've been doing a lot of supersetting. So I'll have them do banded press in place of chest press. So like you're standing up and you're pressing the band. Um, a lot of people are on time constraints. So a lot of my workouts are time. So it'll be like every minute on the minute for 12 minutes. You're going to do 10 chest press with the band and you're going to do as many push-ups as you can for 15 seconds. Then you'll wait till the top of the next minute, do 10 chest press, as many push-ups as you can for 15 seconds. So you're overloading similar muscle groups to still get the volume load without the actual weight load, if that makes yeah. sense. Um, so we've been doing that with like squats with bands around the knees. So you'll do every minute on the minute for 10 minutes, you'll do five or 10 squats with the band around your knees and then you'll do five monster walk steps to the right, five monster walk steps to the left. Oh, you're mean. Rest on the top <laughs> of the next minute, <laughs> all those kind of, That's overloading mean. the system as much as possible in the similar muscle group to still get quote load. Um, squats with a band and monster walks in the same. So <laughs> I'm writing that down because that sounds terrible. Because we'll do forward and backward too. That's also fun to add in on the monster walk. So you would do like, and I'm just writing this down because I think it's a great idea. Um, yeah. Like, tell me again, like a set. Like if you do a super set, so you would do like 10 squats with band or you would do it uh -huh. for a minute. Do you do a time it, or a rep? Well, I usually, because people are on time constraints, a lot of my stuff's every minute on the minute. Um, okay. So like this morning I had a virtual class and we did five air squats with the band around your knees. You did five steps to the right, five air squats, five backward steps, five air squats, five steps to the left, five air squats, forward, five air squats. We did that every two minutes for 10 minutes. So basically you did five sets of that in a circle. All right. So any of my strength athletes here on this call, I am nice to you. I'm just going <laughs> to say that. <laughs> that. That's awesome. I love that. I'm going to. I'm going to use that set and give you credit, Anna. That is sure. terrible. We did terrible. bear crawl this week too. You can do bear crawl forward and backward and sideways also. Um, bear crawl. That is a deceptively painful. It, <laughs> it is. looks so easy. It is so painful. So it painful. Is. And then um, I let them choose what strength move they wanted to do at each corner. So like, of course, all my guys were like curls, curls and tricep extensions. And a lot of the girls were doing ab movements. So you did bear crawl to the right five five reps of whatever strength move you wanted to do. Then you did bear crawl backwards at that station. You did five strength, whatever you just keep going in a square. Um, we did awesome. that for like 10 minutes basically. So that's really cool. That's really cool. So what cardio wise, if you, if you don't have machines, you don't have equipment mm -hmm. um, and you like, you know, you can always go outside and walk and run, but it sounds like a lot of what you do with your strength training is the sort of CrossFit mentality of, um fun, yeah functionally what mm -hmm. am i what why am i forgetting that functionally varied is that right <laughs> no like constantly varied constantly yeah. varied yeah. yeah um but including cardio components to the strength 
Right. Um, you know, every minute on the minute timing it, you, you kind of get a cardio boost to that too. But so outside of that, do you do specific cardio? Like, do you have people run and, mm-hmm. and you know, what are you doing for specific cardio for people that don't do the mix up with the strength? Um, a lot of people, because I'm telling everybody to get outside cause it's nice here. I don't know about where everyone lives, but we've been doing the we time app has a Tabata timer on it. Um, so the amazing thing about that is you can zone. So like I'll put a podcast on and then leave that timer running. So if I'm going walking or jogging, it'll beep at me. And I know every time it beeps, I either need to go fast or go slow. So I'll set that for like 20 minutes and I'll put the timer on 30 seconds on 30 seconds off one beep. I know I need to go fast. The next beep, I know I can go slow. So you can like zone out mind dump, which is why everyone likes doing cardio in my opinion. And, um, still gets your time in on that. So all people do that for rowing, jumping jacks, jump rope, biking, swimming, skier, steps, climbing steps in the house. I had somebody send me a video yesterday that all their whole family was going up and down the stairs in their house. <laughs> um, jumping over a line, we've done agility ladders with that or a combination of all those things. Um, and then in terms of cardio, like yesterday we did grocery sack running. So we did a timer and I made them run in place. People that had bands put the band around their waist and had someone hold it behind him like a chariot. Oh, and you that's ran cool. as fast as you can for 30 seconds. And then you have 30 seconds to take the band off and they had to get two grocery sacks full of as much food as they can and walk for 30 seconds doing farmer's carry with two heavy bags and then rest 30 seconds, get back in the band, chariot race as fast as you can running. That was our cardio session yesterday. We did that for. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, Marty times. just mentioned, has anyone tried sumo oranges? And I was going to sh- show these. Um, says my internet connection sucks again. But these are the sumo oranges. My mom showed me these in Savannah. She's like, these are the ugliest oranges, but they're so good. And they are. Yep. And they are like the best things ever. But they are so carby. Like, <laughs> I was loading it into my fitness pal because I thought oh I'll have my rice and my turkey and a sumo orange and I was like oh my god it's 33 grams of carbs or something like that um so they are delicious but if you're like watching you know your macros or something just be careful because you can do your whole day in like three sumo oranges (laughs) um I can't that is an awesome idea the grocery sacks oh my gosh you're such a genius (laughs) I never think about that especially for farmers carry (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah I had to do awesome. this a long time to get creative <laughs> yeah yeah so does anyone on want to ask Anna any questions sometimes we have oh questions. we time I can type that in we time app is that w-e-t-i-m-e for people who yeah. are listening yeah we time The other cool thing is it has video on it too. So if you keep track, people will send, like my clients will send me their videos and it will time how long it took them in the bottom of the screen. So you can video yourself while you're working out and keep track of the Tabata timer. So people that are um, at home and are like wanting to send me their stuff because they're quote competing, it's kind of handy because it's all in one, but it's- Oh, so is that the the timer app that a lot of people do to submit their open scores? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I've seen that. Yeah. Oh, a couple of questions. Um, oh, Marty says farmers carry load a couple suitcases like you're going on the trip you canceled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, brilliant. 
No rollers though. Pick the rollers up off the floor. Right, right. That's not farmer's scary. That's not fun. Um, Beth <laughs> asks, uh, what's the best lower, upper, and oblique ab exercises? Mm, those are good questions. I tend to train core very differently than most people. Um, I, I don't know if you're familiar, like we do a lot of breathing, diaphragmatic breathing, core, core breathing to, to work on core strength. So in my experience, core exercises for what I give a lot of people is actually putting stability back into the core and not taking it out. Because most of us have super hypermobile joints, pelvic lumbar extension, flexion, we can't control our core very well. And the core communicates stability to the brain. The brain communicates stability to a joint. So if we can't control our core and pressure breathe and stabilize correctly, I, I don't prescribe ab exercises. We actually work on heavy carries, we're working one side as opposed to the other. Like, so you would only carry one grocery sack on one side and try not to lean and try not to hunch. Because every time you pull your shoulder up, you pull your diaphragm away from your core and, you're, and they, they crave to be stacked. So you gotta keep that shoulder down on your core. And if you're doing it correctly, you're gonna feel a ton of oblique activation on this opposite side. Um, you just can't walk like this. You gotta keep it, the, the lat scap connected to the core while you're walking. Um, but I like a lot of anti-rotation things. So instead of, I don't know if you can see me here, but like instead yeah. of rotating here, we actually keep hips and, and uh, everything square and you try to rotate strictly through the T-spine as you're rotating it's super hard. Like everyone wants to let their hip and everything go. But when you're, when you're rotating and you keep your hips square and you, you can actually feel the obliques working on both sides to provide stability, not take it away. Like this is loose and unstable. We need stable. Like you need to be able to disassociate this up from this here. And most people are, you'll find if you try this, it is really hard not to let the hip follow the the core or the T-spine. So that's one that I love a lot. I'll do with bands. You'll hold them out in front of your body and you try to rotate just through your upper back and back slowly. And that's with a band attached to something uh -huh. else. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do that like two or three sets of five because only a few reps and you're burned out. It, it's a tough one. Um, we'll do the same thing on the floor with like Russian twist. If you do, um, like I said, I don't know what all you can see of me here, but yeah, um, you're good. If you're doing Russian twist, we're not sitting like this and rotating. See how my hips and, and pelvis is moving opposite of my shoulders. I tell people you need to be in good squat form. So neutral spine, knees outside, second and third toe, but my hips are relaxed and you should be able to rotate through your mid back without any of this flopping around or moving um, because you need to put stability back in. And as much sitting as people are doing right now, we have to really work on mobility through the upper back. And we do like this a lot. And, and the more rigid that gets, the harder it is to activate your core um, and create stability through the pelvis and lumbar spine. So I don't know if that answered your question because that's a loaded question for me because there's very specific steps I take people through to coach them on core. But one of the best ones you can do is get away from breathing like this and learn to breathe and expand the abdominal wall out 360 degrees as you breathe. That's all I'm actually having all of my clients do that in all of their warm-ups because diaphragmatic breathing is calming breathing. We, we use it for anxiety for people too. Um, so in addition to helping you learn to utilize your core, you're also helping learn how to stabilize anxiety also. So. Right. 
And it's also super helpful when you learn how to stabilize your core, like as you progress. And this is why I think, and I, I don't want to speak for you, but I think why you start out anyone with this is because as you move forward and you do deadlifts and squats and any sort of um, heavier type lifting, any sort of um, barbell work, you have to have that core super stable. Cause if you're like a noodle, <laughs> you're going to just really mess up yourself in general and you won't lift as much. And so um, yeah. I can especially, you can especially feel it in a deadlift and a squat for me. I know that if I'm not taking that big diaphragmatic, I can't say that breath <laughs> before I go down in a squat to stabilize myself, yeah. I will like then be overcompensating with my hip trying to come up. It's the craziest thing, how it's all connected. Yes. Um, one of the questions, let's see. Oh, Beth asked on the app. Um, yeah. So Anna, talk about your app a little bit. You cut out. I didn't hear you. Oh, sorry. You can you hear? Um, can you hear me now? Yes. Okay. Talk about your app a little bit. Someone asked about that, about sheet strength. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I, it's $29 a month subscription. Um, it means it's automatic withdrawal. That's what the EFT stands for. Um, there's no contract though. You start and stop whenever you want. The first month, $65 because we do an actual video chat like this and I take you through a movement assessment. I explain the diaphragmatic breathing. I send you on with corrective stuff to work on. And then I make you a plan template based off what I saw you doing and then what some of your goals are. Um, and then I coach you via video through the app. So you'll get video coaching every day, warm up, corrective exercise, the chunking, like I said, you'll get strength training and you'll get cardio based off whatever your goals are. Um, and then I have an online community where I coach people in a group setting. So you get the community, you get the accountability, you have chat group that you check in with daily. Like this week I have a chef doing live classes for all of my clients because everyone's stuck at home and needs to cook healthy. <laughs> so um, she's doing those. So we try to have guest speakers. Um, so that's, yeah, I don't know if that answers it, but that's kind of how it works. I coach men too, but majority is women just because I understand <laughs> women better. <laughs> serve that population better, but I do have a lot of men in my app also. Yeah. Yeah. Those, so are, my, those that are comfortable with having she strength app written on their phone as an icon. <laughs> those are the best kind of men. Those are the men you want in your life. I don't care. Right. Um, so my husband and son just came running up. I didn't know they were outside and my son slammed into the door, like the door's right here because he's exhausted. And I was like, Oh my God, I was scared. So if they come busting in, I think they thought I was in the other room. <laughs> So, oh my gosh, it's crazy. Yay, quarantine. Um, yeah, so Anna's app, wait, will you post the link to it in the chat? Yeah. Is it shestrength.com? It, it was. I just had to switch to a new template for now. So that's the new one right now. Oh, Trainer S, yeah, cool. That's a powerful software. I've been looking at that. Yeah. Awesome. The software people I had before went out of business and left all of us high and dry. So my custom oh. app I had made and all of my information in it. Are you serious? Yeah, I lost a lot with that. So I had to temporarily move over to this new platform in the last year until I figure out what I'm going to do next. Cause I'm a little bit nervous about trusting anybody after that. Right. But I do know that Trainerize is very, <laughs> very stable because yeah. I looked at it and then you can put your own videos there too. They should not go under. <laughs> yeah. No oh kidding. They should be God. really busy right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. People are asking about bikes, spin bike. Okay. I think. Nice. 
Yeah, I feel like this is the time to start running again, even though I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, maybe I should start running again. Ease in. Right. Everybody keeps oh, doing these five day a week, and then they got shin splints and tendonitis, tendinopathy, and I'm like, whoa, let's start out with two days a week first. Right. Warm and run up walk. really good. Cool down really good. Foam roll. Get the bottom of your feet mobile and moving before you jump into running every day. So. Right. Right. For sure. And make sure your shoes are good. Don't yeah. run on your old busted shoes. <laughs> yeah. I'm always up for any excuse for new shoes. So. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. You guys, this is an opportunity. What questions do you have? I feel like Anna and I could just talk nerd, nerd talk all the time. Be like, so what, what are you doing for like your right. doctors? Um, I will ask you a question. Um, so abductors, those are the internal, right? Abductors. Ad, ad or internal. Ad, ad, mm -hmm. Yeah. The ends, that is a very, very weak point for me. Is that common for a lot of women to have like a week, you know, because I think it, it ties into like your abs and your psoas and all of that too. Mm -hmm. But um, what's, I, I struggle with exercising that and I don't know why, I guess I don't care to, <laughs> yeah. but I guess my question would be when you have a deficiency in a, a certain muscle group, what are the ramifications for like, you know, skip it, always skipping your quad work or whatever you know if you're leaving off one muscle group in the grand scheme of the body like talk yeah. about imbalances a little bit yeah so so most people have imbalances or or mobility issues related to joint instability um the way i try to explain it is people are, like i see all the time my hamstrings are really tight i have a really weak posterior chain when in reality it's not you actually have an over tight posterior chain um, and a really extended lumbar spine. So like the way I try to explain it basically is like if you're, that's hard to tell with this shirt on, but like most people move here. This is that lumbar instability I'm talking about. So if you're squatting, deadlifting, running, sitting in this dumped position, the only way for my knees to create, or my hips to create stability here is by pulling all of this in and tightening this down because these are unstable, therefore the brain's trying to create stability by cranking down the muscles, hamstrings, glute, and creating stability where there isn't any. Where when I can learn to get out of this position and line my ribs over my hips and create a neutral um, position with my pelvis, and then when I learn to run, squat, or, or whatever, my first movement isn't here to squat, instead it's, here, now I can actively rotate my knees out over my second and third toe and create a, a balance where there was an imbalance. So it's hard to just go in and say you need to do an exercise for that area. This is where me and a lot of physical therapists disagree because I don't think you can just go in and strengthen a muscle group that's weakened. You have to go in and create stability in the joints first, then repattern how you're using that joint and then add intensity and load to it. So most of the time, it's not actually a, a weak or a strength area, it's where's the joint instability. And once we can figure out where the joint instability is, then we can create stability in that joint so that it moves like this, not like this, and then correct it. So my best advice is usually you have to be willing to suck for a while, <laughs> like literally that's the case. <laughs> 
Right. Because it takes a lot of practice to repattern how you moved before, because for some reason your body developed that compensation, right? Whether an injury, an accident, uh, developmentally as a kid, you were pushed through the developmental process too fast from crawling to walking. People plopped you in a bumbo seat or those little crawler things and you didn't develop correctly. It's usually the biggest issue we see. Or like I said, because you sit too much or other things create you to, in, to pattern incorrectly. And then that becomes your new compensation. So if you add strength exercises to weak quads, your weak quads aren't because they're weak quads. It's probably because your pelvis or your hips are moving or your foot is not moving correctly. And you're just going to reload that joint. So right. again, it's a loaded answer. <laughs> it's hard for me to answer things specific because it's usually not the actual issue, if that makes right. sense. Muscle tightness isn't usually actually that muscle that's the problem. It's usually the joint above or the joint below that is unstable. Therefore, your body's tightened up that muscle group to create stability where there is none. Right, right. So I have like a lot of athletes who, who will say, you know, their, their knees are bothering them or they have knee pain. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, so let's start, let's start right. with your ankles, your calves, your glutes yeah. and your hands and roll them out and see, because yeah. a lot of times it, glutes really impact your mm -hmm. butt and impacts a lot. Yeah. And nobody knows how to use their glutes at all. Right. Um, so how do yes. we wake up our glutes? I used to, like, let's see, it's, I was actually talking to one of my athletes recently about this. I said, I was walking her through, she said she was doing step ups on a bench and one side, like she couldn't step up. There was so much instability. And I said, okay, well, while you're sitting here, can you tighten your right butt cheek, your left butt cheek, your right, your left, your right, your left. And she said she could. And I was like, oh, I'm impressed. Cause I just learned how to do that like two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah. I I had dead butt totally because I mean years mm -hmm. of weightlifting and then years of nothing and then yeah. picking up um, triathlon where I should have been using my butt in hindsight um, I was using my hips to drag my yeah. carcass across running you know courses and all but anyway I started trying to wake up my butt like four years ago and um, everything changes when you're out there walking and your butt works, mm -hmm. you feel it. Yeah. And I used to right. never feel those muscles walking, you know? And so it's really important to figure out where the, where the break in the chain is, I guess. And you're yeah. right. It's never what we think. No, I, I always say the knee's the middle child. It's like, <laughs> it gets it's at the expense of the other two. It gets all the blame, but it's usually never the one that's the problem. So yeah. Yeah. Um, I've got a question. If I've got upper ham glute tendonitis, upper ham glute tendonitis, I should look at my hip stability. Well, I mean, I think what Anna's saying, if we have one area, you want to look above and below, right? Mm -hmm. So with yeah. glute, I guess that's like right where your butt meets your, your right. hamstring. Um, like one of the, one of, like this is the test I would tell you to do right away. I'm so glad I have this because this is looks really handy. Uh, <laughs> is to go on all fours and and I, this is the first assessment I have people do is tell them to rock back and forth and watch what your low back does your goal is that your back of your head upper back low back and butt stay in touch with the stick throughout this whole motion but what typically happens is this And you're going to laugh at me until you try it. <laughs> you're not going to be able, I'm guessing that you probably are experiencing lumbar extension. Like you're hinging on your low back instead of on your hips. And your low back's not made to load like the hips are. 
So when you're extending and, and flexing through your lumbar spine, every time I do, every time I arch and go here, what happens? These tighten up big time. And then when I come out of it, I loosen it and they let them hang. And then they tighten up and then they let them hang. What happens when you keep cranking on a, like a um, clothes hanger? When you're bending it over and over and over, something eventually has to go. Um, and that usually creates that, that attachment point gets really, really tight or sore over time. So try that test. If you want to send was, me a video, I'd even be happy to give you feedback on it. I was going to go get my PVC pipe, but I fear that um, I maybe I do it wrong and then all of my clients will quit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've got, I've got Olympic weightlifter back. I know how to keep that. <laughs> so yeah. I've got Olympic weightlifter back to the point that I have trouble deadlifting because it's a different start position. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? It's like old yeah. habits die hard. So when I have yeah. my hands on a barbell, I'm like, I've got this certain position, which is different from a dead, an actual like deadlift start. So I struggle, I struggle with that, with loading it funny. Yeah. Um, patterns. Oh yeah. Is it better to strength train before or after a run? Oh, that's a good question. I, I have a theory. What's your theory? Let's go with you <laughs> in case I'm wrong. It depends on what your goals are. I, I have my clients probably train differently because if one day your goal is to work on power through endurance and you want to strength train before and run on a fatigued power, but if your goal is speed and you're wanting to increase speed, then you, you want to run on fresh legs and then strength train a couple hours later. So it depends um, what your goals are basically. So me personally, I hate cardio. I am not an endurance athlete. I, I want to get that crap done before I'm awake all the way. <laughs> so I do it first thing fasted. Um, yeah. and then I eat breakfast and I'll come back and lift later because yeah. I love thing. And I know no matter how late in the day it will be, I will always come back and do it because I just love it. So that's the other piece. What are you going to make yourself do? I know most of you are triathlon people and you live for cardio that is my mind does not work that way so <laughs> I don't really either anymore I but that's what that's I tell <laughs> and I think it depends too like you said what your goals are if your goal is weight loss fat burn all that mm -hmm. exactly what Anna said like the I think the best method for that is wake up fasted cardio eat wait a couple hours or you know as, mm -hmm. if you can let some carbs and protein get in your system and then go lift yeah. Um, that's good for your metabolism. And that, that's what I do. Like I'm sweaty from cardio now. I ate right before this call. And then when we get off, I'm going to, mm -hmm. at some point, actually, I think I'm getting suckered into my daughter's CrossFit workout this afternoon. <laughs> That'd uh, be a lot of herpes if it's the kids program. Oh no. So she does the adults program. Oh, and nice. I think we're doing Cindy, which is like a 20 minute oh. wrap of well, pull-ups, which we don't have pull-ups. So it'll be like rows, um, push-ups and air squats. Bye. Uh, um, Nicole says, can you speak more about fasting before cardio? Yeah. So again, that kind of depends on your goals. Um, I just completed a metabolic flexibility certification for, it, and it talks a lot about fasting. And one of the things they say for women, especially is that, especially right now, we all tend to teeter on the point of cortisol influenced lifestyle and regular fuel food fuel day i'm gonna guess most of us are running off adrenaline right now just because of everything going on so for my gals i have most of them only doing fasted cardio three to four days a week 20 minutes or less they need to keep their heart rate below 120 beats per minute um so i have them doing their meditation right now that that also equates to like 
1500 meter row if any of you are endurance people or like um 10 or 15 minute bike ride depending on your abilities and endurance already um, so they're still getting kind of in the fat burning steady state cardio rate but we're not shooting our heart rate up so high to where we, we click over to using cortisol which totally ruins the whole concept of fasting um, and then I have them come back a lot of them will break their fast with like coffee and collagen mc2 oil or something like that um, or whatever their breakfast is high protein um, I have all of them trying to do three to four times a week, 30 grams of protein at least. Um, three to four times a day. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, a week is what I'm saying. Thank yeah. you for Because um, most people, at least studies show now, women can eat, like they just did a recent study, which is fascinating to me. Women ate 500 calories over their normal fat burning intake of just protein and nobody gained any weight and they actually increased muscle. Um, so if you're at home and you're bored and you're mindless eating, just make sure it's lean protein. Right. Uh, I know that's such a hard thing to do because we, no one craves turkey. Like no, no one's like, I think I'm going to go eat some, <laughs> some chicken tonight. But at night, um, that's when I save my, I usually save like my highest fat, like I, you know, olive oil, avocado to mix mm -hmm. with like turkey is my last meal or chicken or something. And I'm like, mm, really excited about <laughs> this 10 PM turkey. <laughs> But, oh, it's true. No one craves turkey. How about vegetarian? Oh, I know. That one's a hard one for me because I feel like it's a little bit out of my scope of practice to comment on that part of it. Because um, I have people that do vegetarian and they eat a lot of beans and then you start tracking their macros and carbs are through the roof. Um, and for someone that's trying to lose weight, that's a really, really hard. For you, it's just calories. Like you can't worry about the proteins and macros those kind of things. Um, yeah, I agree. That's a hard one. I, I feel better when I don't eat as much meat, but I don't do like, I, I don't get my body composition goals without meat. Right. I can't do it. So right. um, yeah, that's but both slightly out of our scope of expertise. Mm -hmm. I mean, we both yeah. know what we're talking about. Dietitian on here that wants to comment by all means, please. Right. Stop. Yeah. And plus, like, dietitians get really snappy when, I mean, you and I are both certified to talk about it, but they get real snappy because we didn't go to college for it. Right, <laughs> so, right. Like, oh, I'll just, you know, I'll talk to my people about it, but in a public forum, I try and, you know. Yeah. Any specific apps that's recommended? I use my fitness pal. What do you use, Anna? Same here. It hooks to my app, so people type their food in and it sends me a chart every day of what they eat, so that's what we use. Um, and I can actually type their macros in for them through the app and it gives them um, like a view chart. I'm a visual person, so I love it. This is how many more protein you need to finish today. This is where your carbs are compared to your total intake for today. So yeah, I use my MyFitPal also. Cool. All right, anyone have any more questions? Anything you want to add, Anna? We got a few minutes left. Anything you want people to know during this time? And no, except for that, I think, like I'm telling everyone, don't feel like you have to figure it all out this week. Um, I feel like we're on system overload right now from everything. So there's no plan for any of this for anyone. That's where, just like with nutrition and fitness, you have to figure out what works for you. Um, and like I said, you got a lifetime to get this figured out. So if you miss a day because you're just emotionally exhausted, it is okay. Um, there's yeah. no... There's no, oh my God, I got to lose weight. I can't, I can't keep eating. I can't sit around. Like just 
emotional exhaustion, in my opinion, is more stressful and draining than physical exhaustion. And I don't know about you, but I was feeling the emotional exhaustion yesterday. I just kept saying, I'm so tired and I should not be. Yeah. Uh, I'm getting plenty of sleep, but I think it was just the overload of all the emotions lately. And um, so I, today I probably won't do a whole lot. I'll go walking or something. Even though I have a workout planned, I know that I need to relax probably today. So Yeah. And I think a lot of it too, I know with coaches, like we kind of help hold people together. And so I think the initial onslaught for you was probably like, okay, I'm holding my team together. Everyone yeah. is good. We're good. And now everyone's kind of good. You know, they're, they're like, yeah. at least, and, and you're like, oh my God, I'm going to die. <laughs> Cause it's like, you didn't yeah. probably take the pause for yourself to, right. um, to, to just breathe. And I, I know I've experienced that. Like, I think yesterday I might've walked like seven miles and it wasn't all at once. I would just go outside and wander and then come back yeah. and be like, oh my God, I have to get out of here and go wander some more. And I think, um, my advice for, for during this time is a little bit, a little bit different, but it's coming from a different angle, kind of from a different personality style. Um, many of you know that I am sober and I got sober during the holidays, like during Christmas in 2015 and the mental, um, kind of way I, I thought about it, I framed it was if I can quit drinking now <laughs> at Christmas, at New Year's, I can be a sober person forever. And so what I'm kind of framing this crazy time too, for people that really want to get a hold of their life and like make some real changes, like don't put crazy unrealistic expectations on yourself, but use this time to begin to trust yourself, to begin to do hard things in a time that is extremely crazy. Say to yourself, if I can establish a morning routine now, I can do it forever. If I can establish a morning routine um, for these next three weeks, I'll have a habit. If I can work out now, I will be able to do it for life because this is crazy. So, I, you know, definitely listen to to your emotional well-being and all of that, but also cue into your your own strength during this time and, and use it as a way to inspire yourself because everything around us and, and the media is telling us we should be going crazy and all of our families going crazy, but turn inward slightly at least once a day and try and reinforce this idea that now's the time to create whatever habit you want to, no matter how small that that's um, an exercise in learning to trust yourself. I think that's very valuable. Um, college. Oh, I want Anna. I'd love for you to weigh in on this. Collagen <laughs> peptides, <laughs> even though we're not going to talk about nutrition, um, collagen peptides, are they worth the hype? I think so. The, at the metabolic flexibility thing, we just went, he couldn't say enough about yeah. collagen. Uh, and my experience, I've been doing it for two years now. I love it. Um, aside from vanity, like hair and nails improving, you have to shave your legs a little bit more often, but, um, what about the, your face? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, the, and I, people ask me about brands and all that. I don't even get into that. I say, it's just like anything. It's good to rotate. You, you gain sensitivities to things very often. I say this about almond milk brands. I say this about certain foods that tend to be highly sensitive or cause allergies or sensitivities in people. It's the same thing with this. Like every two months or so I'll rotate brands and I have the ones I like better now than others, but, um, I, I think they're good. Studies show for athletes, they're really good for, um, tissue health. Like the one guy that, that we would just listen to spoke was talking about, they make their athletes take it right before they work out because studies have shown that it actually goes to the areas that are weak and like actually 
the blood flow helps that area that's um, injured or weaker during that workout session. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, so um, for anyone who's interested in collagen, I've got, um, I'm sponsored by Clean Athlete and they have, give 30% off to anyone. Oh yeah. Any of my people. So if you want um, to try it out, they've got a good brand. Um, go to my Instagram link. There's a discount code there. Um, one question about sleep, a regular sleep during this time. Um, we've got about two minutes. And then another question, how do we get started? Um, that one's loaded. So I'd go back. I don't know if Catherine, you've been here the whole time, but I think Anna kind of covered where to, where to Did get started. Mean, I didn't know whether she meant get started with oh, collagen or get started with collagen. With oh, um, I don't know. Can I don't you clarify know. on that one. Uh, I don't know what that means. <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's just, um, uh, let's hit. Okay. Collagen. How do you get started with collagen? Just, I, I, I think it hot tea in the morning. I don't know what you do, but people put it in yogurt and smoothies. Yeah. It's just, it's basically, it's a protein. It's a protein. It's, um, from, I think animal bones, they boil it or something and it's yeah, right. There's different I mean, kinds. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, it, it's a supplement you can take it. However, however it's prescribed on the box. Right. Um, but I think, yeah, you want to mix it with something. Um, some people put it, drink it straight and I don't know. It has a weird flavor. And then the question, the other question, we got like one minute, um, about sleep. That's, that's a big one. How do, what, what do we do about irregular sleep? I, I don't know. Like, have a good wind down routine. Pop some melatonin. Don't drink Magnesium's coffee. Magnesium's good. Um, meditation before you go to bed. Magnesium. Shutting off blue light. Obviously, screen. Um, I guess it would be depending. Is that normal for you? Is it because of stress? Like, what's the cause? Figure that part out if you can. Um, not try to. Um, figure out everything right now. I guess part of it for me is meditation is huge. Like I know Headspace has a really good free options for meditation. You can listen to before you go to bed at night. I use essential oils. I'm not sure if you're an essential oil person, but lavender works really well. Um, okay. My other question then, since you're not used to being homebound is how much sitting are you doing in your day compared to normal? Um, Cause I've had a lot of people say that and then realize their activity level has gone way down compared to what they're used to doing. And so you have to wear yourself out. Like your body may not be that tired as it was before. Um, and so activity always is good. Um, well, I got to let Anna go. You guys, she's got a client. Um, <laughs> so you, you, we had questions the whole time open. Now it's like, ah, I'm in. but maybe we can get Anna to, um, come back on, um, maybe sometime next week and, and take some more sure. questions, but I appreciate you girl. Thanks for all you're doing. And I'll post all yeah. your links and, you. um, we will see you soon. Alrighty. Bye. Thank you for joining me on this episode of The Same 24 Hours. Remember to rate, review, and share this podcast. It really matters. I appreciate it. See you next time.